Welcome to the Fantasy Addict Dynasty Podcast with your hosts, Andrew Amore and Frank Sicalese. Welcome back, guys, for another episode of the Fantasy Attic Podcast. Uh, first, I'll introduce Frank Sicalese. Frank, how'd you go with basketball? Talk to us. Uh, unfortunately, didn't get the uh, W. Did get done by 10 points in the end. I did smash the over the six and a half points, Joel. Uh, ended up scoring 11 points. So it was a bit of a blow-up spot for me, which was fantastic. But, uh, yeah, it wasn't enough to get the job done. Charlene really uh, weighing the team down. I reckon he had about two points. Um Anyway, how you doing, Charlene? Welcome back to the podcast. It's great to have you back on. I actually had nine points, uh, second leading scorer of the day. I think we scored uh, half our team's points. Oh, damn, I'm so yeah. sorry. I think we, yeah, I think we scored more than half our team's points. But the real we lost because of size. We need some big guys down there. We need Joel down there to get the rebounds or something. Because geez, I was, we're struggling. Oh, and five now, and that team sucked too. I was not happy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Let's move on from our terrible basketball play. Welcome <laughs> yeah, back in, Joel. How you doing? Yeah, good. Um, bit, you know, questionable on being demoted to the fourth member of the team, but that's okay. <laughs> um, also rewatched last week's uh, video or audio podcast on the Spotify's, and um, yeah, just wanted an apologize from apology from everyone who uh, said I was wrong on. Aaron Rodgers and I got that one wrong in the game last week. Um, yeah, I rewatched it and clearly I did get the second one right and the score was 3-2. Um, just a quick comment on that. I'll just add, um, you got the point and you still lost anyway. So, we'll But I did on. get the point. Yeah, but you yeah, got the point on the podcast. Point. Yeah, because I had to ask for it and everyone laughed at me. Anyway, I'm happy to move on. It's just, you know, <laughs> yeah, letting the like audience know. <laughs> It really sounds like you're over it. Um, well, really I'm not really going to apologize. Andrew was the uh, the brains behind that game. So um, that's solely his responsibility. Um, anyway, we'll get stuck straight into the news and notes. Bit of a quiet week um, in the NFL scene, but a little bit of news we'll get stuck into. Um, the Messiah, Matt Nagy, he's back in Kansas City, which I'm sure Kansas City fans are so happy to see uh, such a massive name in the coaching scene back on their team. Um, he did have success when he was there, the reason why he ended up getting the head coaching gig in Chicago, but uh, we all know how that turned out. So a bit of, bit of nothing news, honestly. I don't think it's going to – I don't think he's going to make Pat Mahomes a terrible player. Yeah, no, I agree. I don't really understand the hire, to be honest. Um, you know, I feel like everyone understands Matt Nagy sucks. But, um, yeah, I think I think the Chiefs will be fine. They're too talented for him to really ruin things. But, um, Charlene, when, well, you were about to chime in. What do you think? Uh, I don't – it wasn't really uh, anything – it's barely news, in my opinion. It's pretty funny he's a quarterback coach, though, because uh, if, if there was something he was uh, he was the worst at, in Chicago, it was definitely finding a QB and making him good. So, Yeah, he uh, did real well developing Trubisky and Justin yep. Fields. He's pretty awesome at developing a QB. What do you think about the job? Yeah, look, um, not really newsworthy. Again, is he really going to ruin Patrick Mahomes? 
probably not. But uh, yeah, let's uh, move on from Matt Nagy. Sick of talking about him. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. And last <laughs> little bit of news as well, Tiny. It's, you know, very quiet news week. Uh, apparently the Jets and the Giants are apparently uh, ready to help teams acquire veteran quarterbacks. So what they're saying is they're willing to take on players. So they feel confident in Zach Wilson and Daniel Jones by all accounts. And they want to try and build around those two young guys. So they're willing to take on established players that teams might need to uh, get some draft capital to then acquire for those veteran quarterbacks like Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, um, and Deshaun Watson. So that could be interesting if they're getting involved. Um, and lastly, just for our news, this has got to do with our uh, own fantasy league. Um, bit of a trade that went down in our league between Andrew and myself. I want to let Andrew explain and I'll find out what he was thinking when he did the trade and then I can sort of explain my thinking behind it. But a uh, bit of a blockbuster trade, some big names getting thrown around. So go right ahead, Andrew. Um, yeah, so I, I uh, gave up DeAndre Hopkins and my 23 second and acquired Chris Godwin. So, um, you know, I'm, I don't know, what, like, what made you, you offered me this, Frank, so what made you, uh, you know, send the offer out? Well, it was uh, my sort of thought, a lot of, like, a strategy that I like to um, do, and it's one I did last year as well when I traded, again, you, when I traded you Debo Samuel for Keenan Allen and that first round pick. Um, I like to try and almost trade down a tier, um, get some extra draft capital, and then also try and match that production as close as possible. Um, obviously, with Debo Samuel, he outproduced almost everyone except for Cooper Cup. But if I can get, you know, especially next year, it's my belief that DeAndre Hopkins outperforms Chris Godwin, especially coming off that injury, could be in a new team. He's lost Tom Brady at quarterback. Um, I don't think it's unrealistic that DeAndre Hopkins outperforms Chris Godwin next year. I've therefore made your team weaker coming into, you know, next season. I'll be, you know, competing against you. And then also get that 23 second, which is always going to be um, valuable, especially in a good draft class. Playing an eight-person league, that second-round pick is going to be at worst pick 16 ideally it is pick 16 because it's actually my second round pick coming back to me so hopefully it is in fact pick 16 um yeah well i just think chris godwin is 25 um you know he's gonna be a in my opinion top 12 receiver for an extra four years and um deandre hopkins is 29 you know i had him this year and i still won i didn't really need him in my opinion, because I didn't have him at the end. Um, and, yeah, I just thought it was a no-brainer for me to uh, get younger, get better. Um, so I'm really happy with the trade. I'll take you back to the draft, Frank, when you sniped me and Chris Godwin and you said you weren't going to take him. So, you know, fuck you and me and Chris. Oh, Godwin, yeah. We're going to win. I remember that. Yeah, you remember that? <laughs> that was funny. That was, uh, that was a good time. That was a good time. Oh, actually, that's a good <laughs> idea. I can't wait to uh, post those photos of you being sad when I got Chris Goldwyn on the Instagram. It's going to be awesome. You reminded me of that. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, what did, what did you two think of the trade, Joel and Charlie? Uh, just honestly, it's, uh, it's kind of sideways a little bit. Only reason I'd be Team Frank is because he got that second rounder. Um, but in... All honesty, I do think DeAndre Hopkins is the better person to have right now. Depending on how you you view him for the next five years, obviously, like I, I could see DeAndre Hopkins being good for still the rest of his contract that he has there in um, Arizona. So yeah, yeah so he's I'm got three years uh, left on that contract. That's what I was thinking. Like he's pretty locked in. I'm looking at the contract right now. Um, even in that last year, the contract he's still got almost eight million dollars in dead money if they were to cut him. 
at 32 years old. I don't believe someone that DeAndre Hopkins, although he's been performing for such a long time, I don't think he's going to decline. I think we saw, you know, Larry, I feel like he has a very similar career arc as Larry Fitzgerald. Where he could just be good soaking up heaps of targets, lots of catches, may not be as explosive as he once was, but I think he's going to be good for fantasy, you know, long into, you know, towards, you know, even 32. I think he could still be, you know, a high-end wide receiver too at 32. I think that's out of the yeah, question. Yeah, 100%. Uh, he's also not a downfield threat type of receiver. He doesn't rely on his speed. He's def- he's definitely a possession guy. Um, and just last year, before he got hurt, he his touchdowns were at like – at his highest has been in his whole career. So if, if he keeps that up with um, Kyla Murray, um, I, I can still see um, both sides uh, being uh, getting what's it called having a having having it go bad because um, I can see Godwin signing re-signing back with Tampa and then uh, sorry yeah and then they have no Tom they don't end up getting a Q- QB which I, I don't think will happen but. Uh, then you can see the huge upside if he goes to somewhere like Miami and then they get to Sean Watson. So I think that's what that's that's pretty much all you're kind of hoping for with Godwin, uh, I'd imagine, and Andrew. Yeah, and um, Kyla wants out. I don't know if you've heard, Frank, so you should be real nervous about that situation. No, definitely not, mate. Uh, apparently the latest news is that they are both on the same page trying to negotiate that long extension. We saw what Kyler Murray was without DeAndre Hopkins. I can't wait to see them back on the field together. Um, Charlene, before you finish up, gun to your head, which side of the trade do you want? Uh, Franks. Let's go. Uh, that's, All that's, right. Yeah. Well, I love to hear Joel? it. Joel, you're up, hey, man. Charlene, Charlene <laughs> yeah. gun to your head. Who has more titles, me or Frank? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uncalled for, you, uncalled you for. More, you do have more titles, <laughs> big man. <laughs> as a as a person who's not like, uh, I, I don't know, for right now, not competing, you're kind of looking to the future. Uh, how do you see this trade? Does it affect your team, Joel? Not particularly. Um, I think the trade overall will depend on what quarterback Chris Godwin gets in the future. Um but for now, we won't know that. And, um, yeah, I think, you know, fairly even trade at the moment. And we just find out, you know, obviously there will be a winner and a loser. But, um, you know, I think we'll find that out uh, after free agency. Maybe this game coming up might play an impact in it. You never know. Sit more on the fence, Joel. Take a side. Yeah, come I'll on. Gun to your head. Yeah, yeah. Gun I will take head. Chris Godwin despite okay. the ACL. Yeah. And okay. the most quarterback. But, like, you know. I don't know. DeAndre Hopkins seems old, you know. Yeah, he seems it, but he's not. All right. Yeah, he's washed. <laughs> but he's not. All right. We'll finish up with that. That's uh, our news and notes finished for this week. Um, Joel did a bit of foreshadowing about what we're going to be going through on the podcast here today. We're going to try our best to get through wide receivers and running backs today. If it does start to run a little bit longer, we'll probably uh, we might shift our uh, running backs, sorry, our wide receivers to the next episode, but we'll wait and see if we can get through them all. So first up, our free agent and available wide receivers. When we're we'll going through who could be on the move, who's a free agent, and where we think the best landing spots are going to be. I'm going to ship over to Andrew to let us him explain how we're going to be uh, attacking those moves and uh, what he thinks is going to be the perfect landing spots. So to my knowledge, I'm um, just going to list the teams and names and you three are going to quickly run through what you have entirely. 
and then I reveal the answers, I think. Is that right, Joel? That's what you wanted this time? I really just wanted more organisation, but, you know, if that's how you think more organisation is, that's how we'll play it. Well, I, all right, listeners, I'm going to reveal something here. I sent out the list and the teams and Joel's doing it last minute and he's just, you know, he's just not helping me out at all. So um, here we go anyway. I've, I've done it. I've had plenty of time while you were banging on about Matt Nagy and all that stuff. So I am ready to go. <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll get started. All right, so the uh, receivers we have are Michael Gallup, Odell Beckham, Devontae Adams, Chris Godwin, Mike Williams, Alan Robinson, DJ Chark, Jacoby Myers, Juju Smith-Schuster, Christian Kirk. Um, and so there's also these names, which will just – you'll quickly give me your thoughts right now. Um, I didn't include in the game, but Calvin Ridley, Michael Thomas, Hollywood Brown. You know, there's a bit of um, speculation about those three players. Will Fuller, um, Byron Pringle, and Traquan Smith. Do you guys have any opinion on those six names I just I just listed? Um, just quickly, I don't think Michael Thomas is going anywhere. That contract is way too fat. Um, they won't be getting out of that. And I don't think any team's going to take on that massive contract for someone who hasn't played football in like two years. Calvin Ridley, um, if he does want to come back and play football and he is done uh, with Atlanta, he will find a home somewhere. They'll find him a trade. Um, they'll find a trade partner for Calvin Ridley, no doubt, um, just to know where you'd have, I'd have no idea where he could go. Um, and in terms of Hollywood Brown, um, I Man, it's such a weird rumor that he's going to give up football to just be a Twitch streamer. I mean, I respect it, but just really weird news to come out. But uh, as a Rashad Bateman owner, I couldn't, uh, can't wait for that to happen. Yeah, okay. Um, and the other three will just, you know, Will Fuller, Byron Pringle, Traquan. I left them out because I just don't think, you know, they're that exciting. Um, remember the trade, Traquan Smith and James White for Jarvis Landry. I got off Matt Barber. Gee, that was good. But anyway, um, back to the game. So we got the teams. I've got uh, Dallas, the Rams, Detroit, Miami, Indianapolis, Houston, Philly, Chicago, New England, and Las Vegas. All right, guys, we'll start with Michael Gallup. Where do you three have him landing? All right, well, I'll go first. I've got him staying in Dallas. Um, I did think he was going to be on the move prior to his injury, but I think now that he's injured, he wanted to have the same training staff. Um, he's got that connection with Dak. I think there's a good chance for him to um, just get back to the team, you know, showcase what he's got. It could be like a one-year deal or something like that, kind of like what Juju did last year when he didn't quite perform up to what he was hoping to. Um, stay another year, try, put up some good numbers and, you know, attract some more interest in free agency. Um. To add on to that, um, I think he's, I think he's out of town. I, I can't see him taking a prove it deal, but I can also see uh, Philly coming in and, and and paying him a few, a few more dollars than expected, just because they need a, a, a number two, and uh, they Philly would love to to grab someone and make uh, the Cowboys a bit less um, at the wide receiver spot. So I'm gonna I'm gonna lock Philly in. For Gallup, I do like the fit there as well. Um, I also helps Jalen Hurts um, to have more weapons because uh, just having got it and Smith there, I, I think it'll be a nice little tandem if they can bring in uh, Gallup as well. What do you think, Joe? I actually had New England. Um, yeah, give Mac Jones. Um, you know, a bit more stability at the quarterback position. And I'm not sure whether they'll be able to acquire any of these bigger names we'll get through later. 
And, um, yeah, I feel like Michael Gallup, you know, provides more of a, you know, touched on, like he's more of a one than, you know, some of the options they already have there, like your Kendrick Bournes, um, your Jacoby Myers as the world. So, I don't know, I had Gallup at the Pats. Obviously, the injury doesn't help and that may be a deterrence, but, you know, that's what I had. All right, so while we've got you on the mic, Joel, um, do you want us to go through the answer right now so Andrew goes through his answer or do you want to do it all at the end, boss? I think we do it all at the end, like straight on to OBJ. Yeah, that's what what I was going to say. All right, beautiful. Go right ahead. Who's up next, Andrew? Um, Odell, where do you guys have him going? We should mix the order too. Just going to put that out there. Okay, so Why does it really matter? Because Frank uh, will change. Okay, then. All right, then. I won't change. I've got it written down. But if you're really that paranoid, go right ahead, Jolly. You're up then. We'll go reverse order. OBJ staying at the Rams. Pretty easy. Super Bowl champion. He can't leave. He can't. He's definitely not leaving. He's come out and said he's having to take a pay cut. Like, the, he's not going to get paid. He's going to get paid even less now that he's just coming off the ACL. And no, but no other team's going to pay him like would have overpaid him that much for him to leave anyway. But he's already come out and said he's going to do whatever it takes to stay there. I hope he stays there as Odell's number one fan. That He's revived his career there, so I can't see him going anywhere else. Yeah, I've also got him staying with the LA Rams as well uh, across the field from Coop Cup. However, though, I do want to know, imagine if he went to New England with big, bad Bill Belichick. That'd be so cool. That's, that's all I want to say, but I do think he's staying. Yeah, well, I, I had him Pats, Chiefs or anything before he did his knee. So, um, yeah, just going to throw that out there. So, he's, yeah. All right, anyway, next person, Alan Robinson. All right, we're going back to, back to me now or we're going to go to Charlene? You're up first, Charlene. No, nah, I'll take this one. Alan Robinson, um, he's going to go to Detroit because uh, he doesn't really care about his quarterback situation. He never has. So he just wants the bag. And I think that Detroit's going to give him the most, unless they take someone else, obviously. But they need a wide receiver. I'm sure they're willing to pay for one. I don't think it's the best spot for him, especially fantasy-wise. But uh, for a person that's trying to prove himself, because uh, last year was not very good, uh, to say the least. So I think he's going to go to Detroit just because they'll pay him the most for how he's been performing lately. I don't, I don't know who wants to go next. Maybe Frank. Yeah, I've got I've got uh, Alan Robinson going to the New England Patriots. They haven't been scared to uh, throw money at the wide receiver position uh, last couple of years with the um, acquisitions of Kendrick Bourne and things like that. They haven't sort of gone the biggest names, but they have thrown a lot of money that way. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if they do that again. They give uh, Mac Jones a legitimate number one target in Alan Robinson. I think uh, it could be really interesting. Could uh, have some good touchdown upside as well. I think it could make him really interesting in fantasy as well. So I'm going to go with the New England Patriots. Yeah, so this is my first little problem with this game. Where is the Jacksonville Jaguars, which is actually the right answer, Andrew? You think he's going back to the Jags? Yeah, but obviously I can't say that for the game. He's to the homecoming, haven't you heard? Anyway, um, for the purpose of this game, tough to decide. But I'm going to go Philly. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't give, hate that. I don't give uh, Jalen Hurts some love. So, uh, yeah, Philly. 
even though I like, like I had someone else who I wanted to say to Philly, but like we can't do that because we're going through them all at once. This is why the game's better. But um, yeah, Philly. All right. Um, next one, Devontae Adams. Oh, Las Vegas Raiders. That's book that in. Get Derek Carr number one. Quit playing around with my boy Derek Carr. He's not going anywhere, frankly. He's going to go to wherever Aaron Rodgers goes. So uh, the Broncos went on there, but uh, he's either staying with the pack, he's going to Denver, or he's going to Pittsburgh. They're going to figure out a way. He's not. He's going to refuse to go anywhere else. So I could see um, him going with Aaron Rodgers wherever. They're, they're, they're butt buddies. So uh, what do you think, Joe? Yeah, I wanted to say um, Packers, and then I wanted to say anyway. I, for the purpose of the game, I said Raiders. Like Frank, pretty uh, seems like the most likely one. I would have thought from this list of teams. Uh, next player, DJ Char. So I had Char going to Detroit, um, kind of in the same vein. Um, just as they need a number one, I don't think they're going to be able to command some of these bigger names like Odell, Michael Gallup, Alan Robinson, um, even Mike Williams or Chris Godwin or anyone like that. So I think getting DJ Chark, still a young player. He's not super young. I think I believe he's like 25 or 26, but he's just a you know super athletic, can go high point the ball um, and give whoever it is a quarterback in Detroit, whether it's um, Jared Goff for another year or a rookie quarterback, at least gives them a big target to throw who can be a little bit more quarterback friendly. Yeah, I, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna dive in, and uh, I'm gonna go with Indy. Um, you know, stays in division, gives them someone deep threat with uh, you know, Ty Hilton, the corpse Ty Hilton running out there. Um, can't even stay on the field anymore. But yeah, I'll go Indy. Stays in division, goes stronger team. Yeah, that's my answer. I'm gonna use Frank's argument. And I'm going to say the Cowboys just because they're going to lose Gallup from, like, playing just playing this game. If they lose Gallup, DJ Chark's not going to ask – like, he's not going to ask for very much money. There's not much money he can get from any teams. And so I think the Cowboys look somewhere just to find uh, a Gallup replacement. He's not Gallup, but uh, that's the best they could do. Um after everything is said and done with my list, I think. All right, the next one, Christian Kirk. All right, we'll change up the order. I'll cut this, but do you want to change up the order? I can jump in. Joe, that, this is a terrible idea. <laughs> I've got no idea what to talk, you stupid ass. Yeah, that's why it's fun. Well, Christian Kirk, really, I will mean, go. Oh. Christian Kirk, talk about real uninspiring and you can't even put him to go to the Bills. He's going on double days with Josh Allen, Andrew. Get with the times. He's going to be a Bill. Um, but for the purpose of the game, I'm going to go the Dallas Cowboys. Don't know why. It was the last name on my list and they were the last team. Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> 
All right. I've got a Christian Kirk going to Indianapolis. I think he'd be a really good compliment to the bigger bodied receiver that Michael, uh, that, uh, yeah, Michael Pittman is. Um, I think that, you know, it'd be a really nice compliment, uh, kind of sort of like a T.Y. Hilton light. Um, I think Christian Kirk's been a little bit underrated. He had a really good season just gone. So I think, um, you know, he could just be a nice compliment at a nice piece to that offense. Yeah, I 100% agree. That's why um, I'm going Indy as well. Um, I think he's going to be perfect to pair up with Mike Gallup. Uh, Mike Gallup, sorry. Mike Pittman. Um, just have that position and then they have that deep threat. Um, so I think Kirk goes to Indy uh, and that's that'll be an awesome place. Gives a uh, Gives Wentz another weapon as well. All right, next on the list, Juju Smith-Schuster. I've got Juju going to Chicago. I think uh, Chicago sort of made that big splash when they uh, signed Allen Robinson all those years ago. And I think hasn't really worked. You haven't got the quarterback position figured out. Um, you know, if you're making a splash at the wide receiver position, doesn't automatically fix the quarterback. Um, I think they want to give Justin Fields time to develop. And I think getting him a target like Juju that who can get open, especially against zone coverage, he always grades out really well, but does struggle in man coverage at times. I think... Um, yeah, between him and the other receivers that they're going to have there, um, I think he'll be a nice uh, compliment, nice piece they can run out of the slot. So uh, i got Juju going to Chicago. I 100% agree. Um, sharp mind, Charlene, sharp mind. Yeah. He's uh, – I'm not sure what – who's in his ear, so it's a bit scary because I, I know that he's not going back to the Steelers. He's, he's posted that and he's made that pretty clear that he's not going back. So uh, I, I hope he doesn't take a prove-it deal because I think the Bears will actually give him quite a bit of money. Um, but hopefully he's not too dumb and he goes to like a good situation like that. It just depends on uh, what whoever's in his ear tells him to go. Um, but it would, for uh, a fantasy, fantasy-wise, I think it will be perfect because uh, they don't have a slot receiver or anything like that. Daniel Mooney on the outside, I think uh, it will be a perfect uh, place for him. Uh, yeah, I had Juju going to the Miami Dolphins. Uh, I don't know. I can just see Juju going, heading down to Florida. It just seems like a Juju kind of place. Give yeah, to sunny us weather. Love. You know, that's good for the TikToks. Um, yeah, I don't know. Miami to a more reliable target. Like He's obviously got Jalen Waddle, but, um, you know, I think you get more experience in there. Um, you know, help tour out over the middle more. All right, next one. Mike Will made it. Mike Williams. Oh, I've go got first Mike. here. I'll go right ahead, shall yeah. I? Sorry. Um, Mike Will made it is going to the Raiders because um, they're not going to get Adams, in my opinion, and they have a lot of money to give out. And taking an in-division uh, wide receiver like Mike Will uh, just makes sense. Uh, kind of the same concept with Gallup going to Philly. Um, he'd also be really good there because uh, that's what they need. They they just lost their deep threat. Uh, and then I don't know what's going to happen with Deshaun Watson, but upgrading Deshaun Watson to Mike Wilmade would be, be awesome. I reckon he's going to the Raiders. Yeah, so I've got Mike Wilmade going to the Philadelphia Eagles. I think um, in the same argument that Joel's making about getting Jalen Hurts another target, I think getting him a big-bodied receiver like that that he can throw to in the red zone, we saw Mike Williams be really effective, um, catching a load of touchdowns from Justin Herbert. Obviously, Justin Herbert and Jalen Hurts are not in the same stratosphere, but 
I think he could be a really nice piece to the offense. They'll have uh, Dallas Goddard over the middle, and they've also got Devonta Smith on the outside as well, who's a little bit faster, a bit more of a technician than what Mike Williams is. I think he's just a nice piece. He could be sort of that last piece of the puzzle for that Philadelphia offense if they can uh, be a bit more consistent. Yeah, I found this one to be the most tricky. Um, I thought about Bears for a long time, but then someone coming up, I have thinks the Bears is more likely. So I ended up with Mike Will going to the Texans. Um, you know, it's not great. Imagine going from Justin Herbert to Davis Mills. But, um, you know, they need help there. They've got Brandon Cooks. Um, and, yeah, I think Mike Will, good complementary piece to that. You've got the, you know, smaller Brandon Cooks, get uh, Davis Mills a big-bodied receiver like um, Mike Will, and, you know, you'll be able to find out if you've actually got a franchise quarterback or not. Yeah, can we put some respect on Davis Mills's name? He wasn't that bad. Yeah, he's a dynasty buy, in my opinion. Yeah, but oh. like, I mean, this was like half the argument. Like, if you, you know, you give him some help instead of whatever the Texans dished up with whatever team that was, you know, you might be able to get more of an answer whether you actually need to spend future draft capital at the quarterback position or you can, you know, bolster up the offensive and defensive lines. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. All right, second last, Jacoby Myers. Where do we have him going, guys? So I've got Jacoby going to Houston. A uh, bit of a nothing sort of move. I didn't really have a perfect home for Jacoby. Um, I don't know. He just had a lot of targets and just didn't uh, produce um, much at all. He ended up uh, being less productive than Kendrick Bourne. Um, and he ended up getting about 60 more targets. Uh, I think uh, yeah. Jacoby's going to go to the Pats. Well, he's not going to go. He's going to stay. Um, I don't think the Pats are going to do anything crazy this offseason. I think last year was a bit of a a change in what they normally do. And uh, I think even if they don't want to pay him, I think he's, he's he'll probably take a, a pretty big pay cut because he seems like the type of he seems like the the Pats type of player to do that. So I think he's staying staying with the Pats. Uh, yeah, I had. Detroit. Um, I just think they need a lot of help at receiver, and I thought they will draft one as well. But I don't know. I think they just need another. They need two more. So just from this list, it just seemed like you know not a massive name. But I don't think Jacoby Myers is too worried about what quarterbacks throwing him the ball, and I think he can be a nice number two receiver there. Uh, behind whoever they draft or Amon Ra St. Brown. So that's where I had. Yes, and um, save best to last, the new addition, Chris Godwin. Uh, where do we have him going, guys? Really uh, helping his career after the ACL. Yeah, so this is where I really wanted to save Philadelphia because Andrew would have wanted him to go to Philly. But I actually had the Bears. I think... The Bears are the most likely team to make the one of the bigger splashes to get themselves another wide receiver. And I think besides Adams, Godwin's is the biggest name on this list. And, yeah, that's where I have him going. Just a really nice target for Justin Fields. Um, I think it fits perfectly. Obviously, the ACL doesn't help. But, um, you know, I think the Bears fit just getting a really good receiver like Chris Godwin and we can see what Justin Fields can do. 
So kind of in the same thinking as you about a team that's going to be willing to make the biggest splash. Um, I think with the coaching hire that the Miami Dolphins have made, um, I think that they're going to be willing to make a splash at the wide receiver position. I think Chris Godwin could end up there if they throw a lot of money at him um, and the Bucs aren't willing to franchise tag Chris Godwin. I know that they've got Carlton Davis, who might be a franchise tag candidate at the cornerback position. So if Chris Godwin does, in fact, hit free agency, I think uh, Miami... Uh, could be in a position to make a big run, give Tua some help. Uh, they finished the season really well and just missed out in a playoff spot. So that could be a really interesting landing spot for him. What do you reckon, Char? Uh, I agree with you again. I don't know how this keeps happening. Uh, embarrassing. Uh, it is saying that I agree with Frank on on more than one thing. But, uh, yeah, I think he's staying. I think uh, – sorry, I don't think he's staying. I think he's going to Miami as well. Uh, stays in the nice weather. Um, and then I think they're going to make a splash because as good as, as what it was, um, they get rid of, um, they get rid of Will Fuller and they, they bring in a big name uh, while they keep touring and develop him. So I think he's, uh, I think he's going to Miami. We're all going to feel pretty stupid when the answer is Philadelphia because Andrew loves Philadelphia and he loves Chris Godwin. I think you're overthinking it. But that's okay. Charlie already feels stupid all the time. So let's get into it, Andrew. <sighs> All right, so the scores are Joel won it with a buzzer beater with um, Jacoby going to Detroit. So that was that was pretty exciting. Uh, it was 5-4-3. Oh. Um, yeah. So, I hate how you've delivered this. Why? I'm just going to go through it now. Didn't build up enough suspense. He's not happy no, at all. Yeah, Even then, he won. See, now listeners know what you're like. Even when you win, be... you're a bad sport. Yeah. That's crazy. That's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> so I had Michael Gallup at Dallas, OBJ at Rams. They were the only two I had staying. I had Devontae Adams with the Raiders with Derek Carr. Um, you know, they have chemistry back in college and stuff. Um, then I had Chris Godwin going to the Patriots. I think that's a really good landing spot. None of you hit that. Then I had Mike Will to Chicago. None yeah. of you hit either. Then I had Alan Robinson to Philly, which Joel hit that, I think. Well, I, I hit Mike Will to the Bears, didn't I? Oh, no, I just Yeah, sorry, sorry. My bad. In my defense, Mike Will to Philly and Alan Robinson uh, are like the same thing. Uh, like they're almost like the same one. Yeah. You could like pick one or the other. If you're feeling, yeah. Then I had I had DJ Chark to Houston, um, Jacoby to Detroit, Juju to Miami, and Christian Kirk to Indy. So um, yeah, basically it was a fun way to say where we'd like them to land. But based based off your um, landing spots, who are you buying and selling with these names, guys? I still think Juju Smith-Schuster is quietly a buy and it's really uninspiring, but the guy is only 24 years old. If he gets a new landing spot now, um, he's always been someone that thrived on volume. So if he can find somewhere where he's going to get lots of volume, I think he can be um, viable for fantasy. Um, still is rather talented. He's not super duper, you know, crazy like we thought he was back in his uh, first two years in the league. But I think he could be a, you know, a contributor. He could be, you know, a low end wide receiver two, um, high end wide receiver three that you could put into your flex spot, especially in a you know, deep format dynasty league and be very, very productive for you. I think based yeah. on the uh, list, Derek Carr is the biggest buy. Getting Devontae Adams, come on. That's yeah, awesome. I'd, I'd agree with that 100%. Yeah, that, no, I agree. I agree. 
Definitely. Um, what about Chris Godwin as a buy guy? So let's really get around him. On the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think uh, even if Chris Godwin were to go to Miami, which is what I hope, I think it'd be good for Tua. But again, downgrade at quarterback. He stays in uh, with the Buccaneers. Downgrade at quarterback. I think um, there isn't any good news to go around for Chris Godwin, in my opinion. I I don't have I don't really have any big buy or sells. I think that. Uh, I do agree with Juju. Um, if someone in your league has Juju and they they see him for these, how he's been performing the last two years, I definitely think you should uh, take advantage of that because if he goes to a place where um, even just taking a chance, like taking him right now before he signs a contract anywhere, uh, he's gonna he's gonna have a better quarterback unless unless he goes to Houston, I guess. But I can't see him doing that. So. I think buying him right now would be a really good idea. Uh, I'm not selling him in the Dynasty League, just letting you guys know. But uh, Yeah, I have tried. We've seen the ceiling with, <laughs> with Juju. We've seen the ceiling. Exactly. He's finished as essentially as a wide receiver one, which is crazy to think because it's Juju and he's done nothing for the last two years. But that's the ceiling. He's done it before, and you never know. He could do it again. Yeah. You Maybe Christian have... Kirk. I think yeah, uh, right. Christian Kirk's not a bad buy. Yeah, uh, especially, especially when he goes to the Bills. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no one's going to the Bills. They have Gabe Davis. He's the second coming of Michael Jordan. All right, he's the yeah, man. Yeah, I literally haven't seen any of these rumors about the Bills. Yeah, I don't know. Get, what on, about, get on the Twitters. Everyone's going to the Twitters? Bills, according to Joel. Yeah. Do they even have the money for him? He was partying with Josh Allen. They're buddy buddies. It's like Josh Allen does seem like a cool guy. I'd want to hang out with him too. Yeah, did you see the joke he made at the at the award show? That was hilarious. I didn't. What was it? Oh, so they were talking about to butcher this. (laughs) It was it was a joke about the overtime rules. So I can't remember. uh, It was Key from Key and Peele. Uh, You know the comedy show. Already butchering it. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, but he pretty much just made a joke about the overtime rules. How it should be fair to for everyone to have another go after someone's had a go already. That was pretty funny. Oh, hilarious, man! Hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> All righty, um, Andrew. When you're ready to go, man, we'll get stuck into the wide receivers. So these ones are going to be wide. Rec- uh, sorry, running backs. That could be uh, on the move, either free agents or that are apparently in trade uh, rumors and things like that. So go right ahead, Andy. Yeah, Andrew, man, get ready. Oh, yeah, actually, man. hold on, Andrew. Did you have any uh, any buy or sells in the wide receivers apart from Godwin? Yeah, I was going to circle back to that. Um, I'm thinking every single one of these players is more on the buying than selling side for me. Uh, I think, you know, like we said, you know, we've thrown up so many situations where they can go, but I think, um, yeah, just they improve in, in every way. Do you do you guys agree or not really? Like, I'm not really selling anyone, and I'd probably buy all of these guys low. Yeah, I actually agree with that. I think there's so many um, places, like so many landing spots in the NFL where wide receivers are needed, just the way that the game's being played. There's more fantasy points probably to be had. Um, I think... Each of these players sort of in their own right deserves a role on a team. And if they find the right landing spot, there's no reason why they can't be productive. Yeah, but like all the people that changed teams this year were like really bad. 
Like, remember when Kenny Golladay was good at football? Yeah, that's a Giants oh, thing. Oh, that was so bad. Yeah, it's a Giants thing, I reckon. Yeah, people go there and kill their careers. I guess. But remember like, when Saquon you know, was generational? I do know, I do know I what just, you mean. I, no, I, I get what you mean. I just don't think... Because there's guys that I already I already would have bought because I saw, especially if you're in a dynasty league, because I saw they're going to be a free agent. Like, I don't think you can get Gallup for what you could have got him, like, at the start of last year or through the middle of the season. Because, like, if I was going to buy Gallup now, that person is waiting for him to be the number one something. So I think if you can buy all these guys low, then I, I reckon it's a great idea. But if not, because, uh, like, you can't get Devontae obviously, uh, unless you're willing to pay up. And then Mike Will, he's a free agent. He's going to be number one wherever he goes. You're hoping he's going to be even better. So in people's well, minds, they're going to Live on the air. You want Michael Gallup? Do, do I want Michael Gallup <laughs> right now on my team? would love Michael Gallup. Well, yeah. What, what, are you, what are you giving me? What am I giving you? Well, what, yeah. what would you want? Draft capital? Or would you want a, a, a younger player? Oh, yeah, Joe. Joe loves draft capital. I Joe love draft capital. Shane has none. I've already been through his team. He's got you have. none. Absolutely you have none. Yeah. Anyway, I'll think about that. I'm not sure what I'd want to do. Kellyanne, <laughs> you're, you're the Odell guy. Are you scared of the knee or are you still buying? You, you still think he's good? Nah, if if you have Odell right now, you're going to have to just – just hold him because yeah, this you're not gonna unless someone is uh gonna overpay i can't see anyone getting asking for, for a reasonable kind of price because he's he's definitely not worth anything at the moment like i wouldn't even give him up even if he wasn't on my team i wouldn't give him up for uh, almost a third really because you'd be you're sitting on him for a whole year almost you don't know when he's back and then robert woods is back so and you don't know how that's going to go plus it's going to take him some time as well so i would not buy him if i had him i would hold uh but as as an odell owner now he's he's uh he's just going to sit there for me and and i'm just going to hope for the best yeah robert woods very uh, much under contract the next two years just just for the listeners out there he's very much under contract like will not be cut the money uh, is far too much there and, and in saying that, Odell can give you some value back because they can 100% give three different wide receivers a value because they've done it before. Sean McVay's done it before. So don't be, don't sell him for nothing just because you're like, oh, Robert Woods is coming back. There's too many guys for them to, to pass to. Like they don't have a uh, – Tyler Higby hardly did anything so last year. And they're, they're running backs. They're not catching up. Uh, as many passes as, as you think they would. So I think if you're if you think that he's not gonna have any value and you wanna get you're pretty much gonna cut him from your team, definitely don't do that because he's definitely gonna perform once he comes back. So don't be too scared of Robert Woods, but he's not gonna come back. He's not you were probably thinking if he didn't tear the ACL, he, he's gonna be like top twenty wide receiver. You'd hope you'll hope it, but if if that makes sense. Yeah, and last one before I get into running backs. Um, I didn't have the Chiefs here, guys. Do you? What do you think they do with Roger Seaver? Because you know they've just got an old Travis uh, Tyreek Hill still there, but you know I don't think Miko Hardman is the answer. But yeah, do you think they address that, or what do you think? Yeah, so they don't have very much. 
uh, money, I don't believe. They're paying Pat Mahomes so much money. They could just, you know, like what's stopping them from taking a wide receiver in the first round? They took a running back in the first round a couple of years ago and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, and we know how terrible a pick that was. But you could hit a wide receiver. What if they were to, you know, I don't know if Drake London or Garrett Wilson fall that far or Traylon Burks, but I mean, like, you know, a George Pickens or, you know, a Jameson Williams or something like that is, would be crazy. I'm going to be awesome if they added a wide receiver to Pat Mahomes' as a Arsenal. Well, what, what else is there needs on that team? Like, and there's like, obviously defense, but like, you know, just seems like that would be the most obvious route. They can't afford to pay anyone. They're paying Pat Mahomes like 500 million zillion dollars. And I'm sure like um, Kelsey's getting paid. Um, some of like Matthew, that'll be getting paid, wouldn't they? So I don't know. I don't know the contract situation for them, but like, you know, I think drafting someone actually would work. Yeah, they, there's no way they can pay any of these guys unless someone's going to come there just on a prove deal and then they're going to, like, put a, put a Band-Aid over the big hole that they have. Um, so I, I I reckon I reckon they're taking – I reckon Drake is falling and they're taking Drake. That's just – if I'm going to if I'm gonna have a big call right now, that's what's happening. Yeah, that would, that would be an awesome landing spot. Yeah, I just don't want someone to go there, you know, on a prove a deal like, let's say, DJ Chark or – I don't know, Mike Will or something like that goes on like a, you know, a prove a deal like Sammy Watkins did and just kills his career. It just doesn't work. So I think the draft will be a better spot for them. All right, Frank, we got time for running backs or what's the, what's the move? Yeah, absolutely. Let's get stuck into it. Let's get it uh, knocked over. All right. So running backs, I didn't include Jeff Wilson, Raheem Mostert, Marlon Mack. Um, do we all think they're dead? Wheels picked up Marlon Mack wire, which was, Pretty funny. Um, yeah, what, what do you guys think? About <laughs> They're dust. Things? They're dust, boys. All right, I'll move on. Um, so the names I've got that are free agents, um, Marvin Gordon, Sonny Michelle, J.D. McKissick, Ronald Jones, Chase Edmonds, Dearness Johnson, James Connor, Cordero Patterson, Leonard Fournette, Richard Penny, Jarek McKinnon. The teams I have are Tampa Bay, Atlanta times two, Seattle, the Chiefs, the Cardinals, the Texans, the Pats, the Dolphins, the Jets, and the Bills. Okay, so we'll start with Richard Penny. Where do you guys have him landing? All right, Rashad Penny. I've actually got him returning to the Seattle Seahawks. I think he showed enough at the end of last season. And I don't think he's going to demand that much money. I don't, the rest of the league probably hasn't seen enough of Rashad Penny to know his true value. I think if you're the Seattle Seahawks, you've seen him in training for the last, what is it, three years now? Or could even be more. You've seen him um, in the building every day. You know, if he's, if he's uh, worth it and he's good, then he'll definitely be back. So I think he'll be back. Gee, there's some real uninspiring names at running back, isn't there? Um, but, yeah, I'm with Frank here. Uh, Seattle, they drafted him in the first round. They obviously, like, you know, must believe in some of that talent there. And why would you get rid of him the moment he shows some life? Um, yeah, Seattle. I agree. I, I don't think he's going anywhere. I don't think anyone's given him a big enough contract. I don't think anyone's really going to put an offer in because uh, – even though he's had he had that nice little end to the season, uh, he still really hasn't proved anything to me. So I don't I don't think he's proved anything to other um, NFL teams. So I think he stays. He's not going to get much. Maybe he stays for 
like a, on a two-year contract or something like that. But I, I 100% agree. Yeah, look at us agreeing. This is cute, guys. Yeah, Joel, you are the Rashad Penny guy. So, um, yeah. All right. Chase Edmonds, guys. Where do we have him landing? At first, uh, I wanted him. When I looked at this list, uh, I would love him in uh, New England. But uh, I can't see them forking out too much money to uh, go and buy Chase. Uh, so I did end up saying, uh, picking that he stays with the cards um, just because he had a pretty bad end to the year with all the injuries. I can't see him, like I said, with, with Penny, I can't see him uh, bringing much attention from other NFL teams. So I think he stays with the cards. Actually... Had him at Miami. Um, I think the cards will have keep the other running back. Spoiler alert. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I just think it's a good compliment there. Um, I think it's just a big upgrade over Miles Gaskin in both pass catching and in rushing. I think it just makes sense. And you have keep Gaskin as like the complementary backup with a similar sort of skill set thought it would make sense they obviously might draft someone but if they don't choose to do that i think it could be a good fit yes yeah, so i'm actually on the same wavelength as you joel i have also had uh chase edmonds going to miami um as a complimentary piece to i think they do draft someone so i think uh, miles gaskin probably be that third man um in that team if he does end up staying with the team if he ends up getting a roster spot um i think they hit the draft and they also have chase edmonds who is going to be you know a relatively efficient runner and then also someone that can um definitely catch the football gives target uh to uh, another target out of the backfield so i think he'd be a really good fit there all right well i won't keep them waiting joel so let's go into james connor the uh spoiler alert let's go yeah, pretty easy. Like, how's he going to score 18 touchdowns? And you have to sort of like, you know, you gave him like, what, was it $2 million or something? Like, surely you can fork out a bit more for James Conner after he's given you 18 touchdowns or something crazy. Um, yeah, and I think they'd rather keep him from what he showed them last season than Chase Edmonds. So, yeah, cards. Yeah, I agree. I've got him going back to the Cardinals as well. I think if you are um, the Arizona Cardinals, I think um, you're a little bit disappointed with how the way the season ended. I think you started off red hot. And I think um, if you can get the gang back together, hopefully you see a bit of progression from the likes of Rondale Moore. Um, you get, you know, Max Williams, the tight end back. I think maybe you try to add a couple more, you know, offensive pieces, whether it be on the line or you be at the wide receiver position as well. I think the way the team's built, they should be good for a couple of years at least now. So hopefully they can, you know, um, you know, deliver on what the team's expect expectations. Yeah, I wanted to say he stays at the cards, but I wanted to uh, be different because I knew you guys would pick that. So I am saying he's going to the Falcons only because one, they they're going to pick up two according to to um, Andy and I think they're going to offer him a lot of money because he had a big season and I can't see the cards offering him too much of, of a bag. I know he, how much he, he gave him and uh, how much they, they went and leaned on him, but for how old he is, I can't see them paying him too much. I can see a team like the Falcons overpaying a James Conner because they do it all the time. So. All right, we'll move to everyone's favourite player, Ronald Jones. Let's go. 
Oh, I've got Rojo to the Falcons as one of the two backs that they're going to be signing. Um, I think that they're still too far away from being uh, ultra competitive, especially if they're going to be moving on at the quarterback position in the near future. Matt Ryan is quite old. I think they're very, very far away from being able to compete. And if, you know, if I'm the GM of an NFL team, I'm not trying to invest heavily in the running back position um, in the draft or even um, in free agency as well. I wouldn't be going for any of these top tier names, but I think Rojo can be a really effective runner. Um, he's shown that he can't be, um, he's not very good in the passing game, but that's also something that maybe this second person that I've got signing with the uh, Atlanta Falcons can help with. So got him going to Atlanta. Um, yeah, I had Rojo to the Falcons and I really hope the pass catch is not the same pass catch. Otherwise me and Frank are going to be very similar. <laughs> Not What's good. so bad about that? Maybe it's we're just too good. sharp. Maybe. Maybe not. Falcons, Rojo. <laughs> Stays in division. Love that element of it. <laughs> Where um, you got him going, Sharp? I, I, I don't know how. I really didn't think you guys would pick that. But uh, I'm just going to last minute change my answer because I was going to say he was going to go to the Falcons with Connor. But I'm going to change it last second. I reckon he's going to go to the Jets. Uh Join that young core they got there. They already got pass catches there. Uh, uh, they're running backs at the moment. Uh, they lose. Uh, I forgot his name. Who they lose? Um, the veteran running back there. Kevin Coleman, uh, Ty Johnson. Kevin they Coleman. got a bunch of them. Well, Kevin Coleman's gone. Uh, Ty Johnson stays with uh, Michael Carter, and then they have, they they add that third piece with uh, Ronald Jones. So I'll go. I'll go Rojo to the Jets. All right, um, Jets McKinnon, Derek McKinnon. Where do we have him leading? I've got Jets McKinnon to the New England Patriots to replace uh, James White and um, Brandon Bolden. So we saw James White miss a lot of time this season and uh, Brandon Bolden also filled in as well um, as a pass catcher for Mac Jones. I think that role is always going to be prominent in uh, Bill Belichick's offensive system. So I think um, he's going to be a really nice piece for and could be quite interesting. I had Jets McKinnon staying at the Chiefs. I don't think they'll have to pay him that much again. We don't think they can afford any of some of the bigger names that are here. And I don't know. I think he was really good for them, especially in that playoff stretch. So, uh, yeah, I think he stays. I agree. Um, He's old. He's not that good. No one's going to really want him. Um, Do you want him in Dynasty? I definitely don't want him in Dynasty. I'm good, brother. Um, uh, I reckon Brother. he stays. <laughs> I reckon he stays just off the the fact that he had a pretty uh pretty big role in their playoff um appearances. So I, I I'm going with uh, McKinnon staying with the Chiefs. All right. Um, maybe the the best name on here, uh, Melvin Gordon. Where do you have him landing, guys? Melvin Gordon to the Buffalo Bills. And uh, book him in for about 15 touchdowns. If he goes to the Buffalo Bills, I will be very scared of Andrew's team because that, that's that's terrible. Don't say that. Don't say that. Yeah, Melvin Gordon's got juice still. I hate uh, it. I reckon, I reckon he's going Miami. Uh, uh, I think they need a running back, and he's been good his whole career. They have money. I, I think it's perfect. I think he's going Miami. Uh, I think Smelvin, Melvin, he might take his talents to the Texans. I don't know. It just seems like they might be willing to 
give him some money. And we all know Melvin likes money. Otherwise, he'd still be a charger. So, yeah, <laughs> I'll go the Texans. Gee, Joel's got a long memory, long, long memory. I had Melvin. Did I have Melvin? I feel like I had Melvin Gordon that year. I don't know why. Just leave you on Bell. No, I hate back to hold out. I just no, can't stand it. Yeah, I think you you just had Bell. You didn't have Melvin. Melvin was always on Liam Martin's team, I swear. Always. Yeah, he did Every love Melvin. Melvin. Yeah, that's why he was always good. Yeah. And yeah. Ben. Ben had him. That yeah, year yeah, no, you're right. Where uh, those two players played. That's all I could say about that. <clears throat> all right, next one, my favourite player, Cordero Patterson. What do you have him landing, boys? Uh, so, got to... Oh, sorry, Joe. Go right ahead, buddy. It's all right. Do you... Want to cut me off again? Anyway, um, that's all right. I had Cordero Patterson as that other complimentary pass catcher to the Falcons. Oh, no. Oh, no, it's what? not good. We've got the same one. What? I have the, I have two. What do you mean? <laughs> oh, gee, we're, we're so Why sharp. You guys, you guys are so boring. Be Why would Corderell? Why would they get rid of Corderell? No, nah, they're like, not getting rid of him. They're not getting rid of him. As soon as he missed a game, they offense turned to dog shit. So I mean, it was already dog shit, but like it was even worse. So I don't know. They can't. Yeah. He's the whole. He's the MVP, in my opinion. Corderell. <laughs> yeah, they were nothing without him. Like, they no, they definitely were. They definitely um, were nothing. That's why James Conner there. Go on there. That's perfect. Yeah, I don't know. Rojo going there. He takes the first and second down bruising roll, and then you've got, you know, C. Pato chiming in for about <laughs> they, eight they carries, five catches. They just he, tried man. that with Mike Davis. Didn't work. Yeah, Mike Davis. Yeah, Mike Davis is wor- He's way worse than Ronald Jones, surely. Yeah, but Oi. Mike Davis had one good year. <laughs> then they overpaid him. James we Conner like has- Mike Davis. <laughs> We, can we, we, can we not waste our time on Big Fat Mike? Only when he's on Wheels' team, I like Mike Davis. He was good on my team that year, though. I will owe Mike Davis for a long time. Saved my season. I didn't even make the playoffs, and he still saved my season. <laughs> <laughs> saved saved oh, quitting fantasy season. altogether. All right. A, uh, I think a young running back that showed a bit of flashes, Dearness Johnson. What do you have him landing? I've got Dionis Johnson going to the Jets to be the compliment to uh, Michael Carter. Sorry, just to cycle back as well. Wheels did take Mike Davis in the 11th round of our startup. That's all I wanted to say. Good pick. Good pick. Good pick. Sharp move. Sharp move, I reckon. No, no, let's let's move on. I don't want to talk about Mike Davis anymore. I I really don't. Continue. Um, I'm going to go with the owners to Houston. Um, I think they uh, try to replenish that running back room and get younger and, and better. And uh, they got rid of Phil Lindsay. Uh, they got spots for him. I reckon it's a perfect place for him to land. I'm going with Houston. Uh, I'm going to go. I don't like it, but I'm going to go with the Pats. Um just feels, I don't know, like he's sort of similar to the backs they sort of already have there. Um, showed a bit. Just seems like he would fit in. Nice team guy, the earnest. I think Bill could, you know, him and Bill could get along. Yeah, he's a bit of a, um, like, you know, 
what's it a high upside signing? Like you don't really have much downside. I don't think he's going to cost very much. And then, you know, if he turns out to be more than, you know, what, what he appears to be at face value, then that's a really, really um smart signing. If they were, he was to go to new England. Spoilers for my buy low, Frank. Don't, don't ruin it, man. Oh, sorry. Um, sorry. My bad. JD McKissick, guys. Are no, you good? Uh, JD McKissick, where are you having him landing? I've got Smooches going to the Houston Texans as that pass catcher there. Um, I don't know who the back is going to be there next season, but you can always do with a pass catcher. I don't know. Smooches could just get, you know, a little bit of money, um, get a couple more years under his belt in the NFL and then be on his merry way. I hope he goes anywhere but stays in Washington because uh, I don't like him uh, taking all my my catches from my main man. Uh, so, but with this game, I think he goes to New England. Um, they need a pass catcher, and Smooches is someone is a player Bill just loves, and uh, I think he's that's where he's going to go. Uh, with James White gone, I, I think New England's perfect for him. Did James White die? Yeah, I think he's, he's injured. A, he's a free agent, and uh, apparently they're not signing him back. Oh, I should have added him to the game. Sorry. No, I That's don't think you should have. He's dead. He's on my he's on my um, IR spot still. Miss James White. He was, you know, one of Joel's boys for a very long time. Gee, hell um, of a locker room. Wasn't it? <laughs> Joel's boys really promising back in the day. Um, back to Wheels. Do you reckon he listens to the pod? No, definitely not because he, he's terrible at fantasy. <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. Um, I've smooches <laughs> catching some passes uh, at the Jets. Just, uh, you know, complimentary piece. Uh, they feel like they would need, like, a veteran presence behind Michael Carter. I don't know. I don't really like it, but it's what I've got. All right, next one, Sony Michelle. So I've got Sony Michelle to the Kansas City Chiefs. I think that he could be a really handy signing for them. I think he's shown that he can be an efficient runner, both in uh, New England and for the Rams as well. Um, it also puts a bit of pressure on Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I think um, if Sony Michelle comes in and, you know, demands, you know, a bit of work on first and second downs, they've got Darrell Williams who um, seems to excel as a, you know, complimentary third down back as well. Um, I think the more that they split up that backfield, um, I think the more efficient they can be. So, yeah, I think um, Sony Michelle could uh, really carve out a serious role in Kansas City. Could um, be quite fantasy relevant as well, if that's the case. I have Sony, and I, I feel like I'm going to stuff up my last two because I got Sony and Lenny left, and I got the Bills and Tampa. But I kind of want to say Lenny goes to the Bills to win a title, but then Lenny staying at Tampa makes more sense. But so I'm gonna go Sony to Tampa. That's what I'm sticking with because they're gonna get rid of Fournette and Rojo, so they need Sony. Book it in. That's a very interesting in. take. That is a very interesting take. <laughs> I thought you were about to go back the other way and say Sony to Buffalo, and I was about to tell you that's like exactly what they have in Devin Singletary and and uh, Zach yep. Moss. So that doesn't make I sense. Know. So I'm glad you pivoted. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, thanks. And Lenny no. will want to win a title. No, it makes perfect sense because that's where he's going. He's going to the Bills. What do you mean? Oh my god, Singletary. Who put this guy on. 
Singletary is a pass catching running back first. He's not. They they need a they need a goal line back. That's perfect. He's that that goal doesn't man. mean he catches passes, does he? I'm gonna check these numbers. What do you mean? I, I am literally the Devin Singletary owner. I know. Yeah, what he I does. bet that's fun. Oh, it's not fun uh, unless you had him in the playoffs. Unless your fantasy football games all go all the way through to the playoffs, you weren't happy to be a Devin Singletary owner. Oh, he did, they, did catch a few balls. What did he catch for the season? No, oh, 40. 40. 40 catches for a big 228 yards at uh, 5.7 yards a catch. Yep. Awesome there was stuff. no one else that was on the on the on on there for third downs. It was it was Devin. So remember I think when. They, Singletary and Cole Beasley needed like five points. I was going to bring this up, Joel. How good was that? I don't like, don't bring that up. Why why are you doing that for? That like propelled my season and killed Charlie's season in one. Well, the thing, I wasn't that mad then because I was, when I made the trade for Derek Henry and Dalvin Cook, I made that like that week. And I, I already told myself, I'm done. Like, let's pack it up for the year. And then, so when that, when that happened and I lost by point, how much was it? Point one, point three. Oh, it was like less. It was like point zero or something. It was insane. <laughs> it was it was stupid. And and Cole Beasley was wide open for a touchdown at the end of the game. Um, but I don't I don't want to I don't want to get back into it. But but then I watched my team like go on a win streak after I lose to you by point one, then lose to Berger the next week by point three, and then if if I won at one of those games. I would have won the whole thing. So it's it's really tough to look at it now from hindsight. But during the game, I didn't care. But, yeah, that's uh, a tip geez. for the listeners. Never don't do what Charlene just did. Don't check a, don't check your what ifs. If you had a won this game, you make the playoffs and then beat everyone else. It's just you're just gonna lose sleep over it. Yeah. Yeah, you're better off just winning titles, listeners. It's way easier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. All right, last one. Leonard Fournette. Yeah, so I've got Leonard Fournette staying with the uh, Buccaneers. I think they'll try and um, run it back one more time um, with as many that they can keep as possible. So I think they're going to try their best to keep Chris Godwin. Um, they're going to try their best to keep Leonard Fournette and then try and uh, address that quarterback position. I think that's going to be um, a big part of Leonard Fournette's decision. I think, like Joel said, he definitely wants to win a title again. Um, I think he's at the point in his career where he's going to pick and choose where he wants to go. So if they can uh, make a splash at the quarterback position and um, get someone that's been inspiring for him, I think he stays. He already ruined my pick, Bills. He's going to win a title, man. Lenny, <laughs> playoff Lenny. All right, so my last team on the list uh, was Tampa. So I pretty much did the opposite Joel did. He kind of got a bit excited at the end, I reckon. Sony goes to the Bills and uh, Fournette stays. I can't see why they wouldn't keep him. He played awesome last year. There's no reason to move on. And especially if Rojo's going to move, you can't you can't let both of them go. So he's staying with Tampa. All right. So um, I guess I'll do this a bit more suspenseful, I guess, Joel. So here we go. I had Melvin Gordon to the Bills. That was one point for Frank. Oh, I'm the I, man. Let's go. I had James Connor back to the Cardinals. That was one point for Joel oh, and Frank. Tick. Then I had Cordero Patterson to the Falcons. You all got that one. Woo! Fournette to the Bucks. So, Joey really fumbled the bag there. Um, Gee, imagine, oh. imagine getting one wrong so far. <laughs> yeah, Frank, you were, like, hot money this round. Uh, Rashad Penny back to Seattle. You all nailed that. Yeah, man. Um, 
Jets McKinnon to the Chiefs. Joel and Charlie have got that. Frank, you oh, yeah, that's cool. go. Fighting back. Sony Where did it go? Sony to the Texans. None of you had that, so that was that was fun. Um, JD McKissick to the Pats. That was another one for Charlene. I thought that was a layup. Woo! Oh, I thought it was a layup too. Yeah. Um, Rojo to the Falcons. Um, Joel and Frank got that tick, one. Tick. <laughs> Chase Edmonds to Miami. Joel and Frank got that one. Mm. And Dionis to the Jets. Frank got that one. So Frank was the winner. Oh God, I'm awesome. Um, where's my? We got my round of applause ready, boys. No, no we don't. Really. Uh, okay, so I must be having some technical difficulties. That's fine. Yes. Congratulations. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, who are we buying in this list? I'll start. Um, I'm buying. If you're a contender, Melvin Gordon. I think he can play a role in your dynasty teams. He has juice. Won't cost much. Well, um, you know, I think he'll be a top twenty-four running back if the right leaning spot. Um, hits and yeah, I think he can really help teams. Uh, what do you, what do you guys think? Where who's your buy low player? Yeah, it screams twenty twenty one Leonard Fournette Melvin Gordon this off season. If like I don't know, that's just the feeling I'm getting, and I'm like I don't I'm not happy about saying that because he's on your team, Andrew. But I think you could just get one awesome season out of him where he ends up being a top ten back if he lands in Buffalo, and they don't add any serious competition. Um, in the draft, I think he just he blows Devin Singletary and uh, Zach Moss out of the water. I don't think either of them. Then, you know, Singletary probably sees the field a little bit on third down and a couple of first down snaps. But I think he could just yeah outplay all of them by far and away. Yeah, it sounds disgusting, but like let's say you're Zach Wheelahan and you're not very good this year, and you own Richard Penny. Surely you're selling him to a contender who's buying Richard Penny, like yeah, Frank. If we're, or- talk about, if we're gonna talk about our league, I don't know what Wheels is doing. Like he has no game plan. I don't think. I just think if you're, a contending, if you're a contending team, Richard Penny stays. I think he beats out Chris Carson, even though they love Chris Carson. Yeah, but he's next busted. He shouldn't play football anymore. It's dangerous. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Buy Richard Penny if you think you're. I don't think you get more than the. You, I don't think you get more than two years out of him. I think you're lucky if you get him after this year. How old is Richard Penny? He's not that old. Is that 25 or something? Yeah. Yeah, 25. Yeah. Oh, maybe I think on this based off this list, I would get Richard Penny. I think he's got probably the most uh, upside. Like I feel like everyone else here has already like had a good season, whereas I think Richard Penny can actually put one together despite not having done so previously yeah so a lot of these running backs are obviously at the end of their um, rookie contracts and some of them at the end of their second contracts as well Um, I think it's important to realize if you know your team's not competing a lot of these older running backs are not players you want on your team so if you can sell them at all but I also think it's important to sell them at the right time someone like Chase Edmonds if he was to sign in Miami like we a lot of us had Chase Edmonds to Miami I think that's a perfect almost hype cycle to then ship Chase Edmonds for a second round pick if he signs in Miami before they hit the draft or someone like James Conner, when he re-signs, you might be able to get a first round pick if they're expecting James Conner to perform just as well. Um, Fournette as well. I know that uh, Dylan in our league, he's been asking for a first round pick for Leonard Fournette. Um, again, yeah, Melvin yeah, Gordon probably falls into that category as well. Yeah, I, I know that. I know that. But, you know, that's what people want. And um, I think it's important, yeah, if you can sell these players, if your team's not competing, I think it's crucial. You don't want to be left, um, you know, with a worthless asset. 
See, on this list, I had Fournette as a buy, but like, because I offered Dylan a second rounder for Fournette, and he told me to like f off, obviously. But if you can get Lenny for that, I, I like Lenny. So I think he resigns, and he's you know we saw him. He's still got juice. He catches all the balls. Rojo's probably going to leave. Um, he wasn't really a factor anyway, but it's just reinforces that it's his backfield. So I kind of like Lenny, but yeah, the first round pick Dylan's asking for is a bit a bit rich. What second was it? The one I just gave Frank. It's the twenty Frank in a back end second. It would have been the the last pick in the second round. Why do you not like that move? I I don't know. I just thought no. I think Dylan should have taken it. I I hundred percent agree, but. He's listening uh, to the pod, Dylan Lawrence. I'd be selling Lenny. You're not going to win next year. Yeah, Dylan, no. you're a moron, man. Yeah, you have to, land. you have to, he's got to sell before it's too late because once it's too late, then he's just on your team for no reason. It's just a waste, you know? Yeah, Dylan uh, is really in the awkward stage of I don't want to be bad, but I'm not good enough to beat all these good teams. He's also in the awkward stage where he has no draft capital to to be to make his guys to upgrade any of his guys. Yeah, so, I tried to help him out. I tried to get Aaron Jones off him. I offered him like I think I offered him a first maybe on a, like a second round pick and like another player as well. Like I don't know, it's a bit of maybe it's a little bit cheap, but we wanted a first and you wouldn't give him one. Do you? Yeah, would you agree yeah. though? Would you give him a first for Aaron Jones? Jones. Yeah. yeah, I would. Uh compared to Leonard Fournette, yeah, for putting yeah. them both side by side. Well, yeah, Leonard Fournette outperformed Aaron Jones. Yeah, but Aaron Jones is better. Aaron Jones is better, yeah. Yeah, but AJ Dillon's better than anyone else the, the Bucks have. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he what how good is AJ Dillon? Aaron Jones was yeah. the running back 10, and and he's 28 years old. And Leonard Fournette. He's a young 28. <laughs> Yeah, but Leonard Fournette's 27 and he finishes the running back six. Yeah, but it's an old 27. <laughs> it's an old 27. <laughs> as stupid as that sounds, I 100% agree. See, that doesn't make sense. Anyway, do it makes sense. <laughs> Good as me. Anyway, um, I also had. Oh, oh sorry, you go, Charlie. Uh, uh, just to add on for the uh, buys for me, I th- I honestly think you buy whoever goes to the Bills. I don't care if it's Sony, if it's Malvin, hundred percent. Especially if Malvin Gordon's on a dynasty team that uh, it's like uh, Dylan that we're talking. If someone good goes to the Bills, it's they're gonna be awesome. Like, you could get some amount of points hand. that they put up every week. Sorry. The Bills are going to draft a running back and the 101 becomes awesome. Haven't you heard? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Like like in this game, you guys had all had Melvin Gordon going. Like, if that's if that comes true, like, I can't see why you don't go all in there because that's all they're missing. And that's the that's that's the that's where you want – that's where all the fantasy points is going to go mainly because the only reason – they pass the ball so much and they score so many passing touchdowns because they don't have a running game. So once they get that, pair that with Josh Allen, you want your running be with a running quarterback because it makes them better. To, it's actually a statistic that if your running back is playing with a running quarterback, they're, they're, they, they score more. 
So uh, definitely, whoever goes to the Bills, you buy that 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 running back. It's one of these guys. Yeah, I agree. The Bills landing spot is probably the dream for anyone. Um, but yeah, I also had Deonis Johnson as a buy. I think he's a good, you know, for a third or a fourth, just or even a throw-in, like um, you know. Mine and Dylan, Dylan's trade last week, he wanted Eno as a throw-in. Get Dionis as a throw-in. He could land somewhere and be good. Like Who has him, by the way? Oh, I have him. Do you want him? Yeah, kind of. Remember yeah, when I too. had him? I picked him up off the wire that time, spent all my yeah. caps so other people couldn't get him, and then he scored yeah. like 30 points, and I backed him for first touchdown. What a time. It's hard yeah, to forget can... when you remind us every second week. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so do you want him? <laughs> yes, I do. Shut up. Well, I'll I'll give him to people for cheap. I'm I'm a realist. <laughs> Me not realistically, you're like worst three people to trade with in the league. It's because we're job. the best three players. I beg to differ. Frank and what? Matt Barbara are clearly the worst. No, no, it's Frank, Matt, and Dylan. How dare you? How dare you put me as the three the worst to trade with? Are you serious? In my defense, You're talking about me. In my defense, I know yeah, that I'm, I'm being unrealistic. They're not aware. They've got no awareness of how bad they are. No, no, they've got no idea. But it's just a struggle. It's hard. It's just hard. It's it's because when you trade with people who overvalue their guys and they don't they don't trade to how their team fits, it's really it's tough. Yeah, it's impossible. Yeah. So because you obviously know that. They have to get rid of this guy, like Dylan Lawrence. Like, he has to get rid of Leonard Fournette. So you're not going to overpay. Then just for everyone listening at home, if if you're not going to overpay for a guy because he's on a fantasy team that's rebuilding, don't, don't, over, don't overpay for him. You know he needs to get rid of him. Even if he goes to somewhere else and you did need – you did need him, you wanted him, you're very interested in that player, don't, don't fall in the trap where you need – you want that guy. You need him, and 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 that team refuses to come down to to make the the offer um, like fair. Don't 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 do it. Like don't don't fall into the trap. They need to get off that guy. So sooner or later, you'll be able to get that guy. So Dylan Lawrence, no one's giving him a first. Sooner or later, he's gonna have to give him up for for less than that, and you just have to wait. Like, as hard as that is. But, Make yeah, that's my plus. Charlene's strategy talk. It's a, it's a <laughs> yeah, he stays up all night plotting this stuff out. Um, <laughs> just, just to finish off, Dylan Lawrence did um, ask. He gave me an offer for Cooper Cup. He uh, two first-round picks, the 105 and the 107 that I have in this year's draft, and Josh Palmer. What do we think of that? So that's an offer I've yeah, been but- given. It was better than your offer to him, the Cooper Cup. It was like, that was pathetic. I don't actually yeah, I remember what it was. I'd do that. Like, Frank, if you're serious about trying to win, I'd do it. How did you get that? He offered me... He asked for... He asked for Devonta Smith and two firsts for me. But it's. I think it's because I don't have first this year. Yeah, he asked for heaps off me. I can't even remember. Yeah. It was so much more than that. I don't know why... I don't know why you... You think about that for too long, Frank. But well, you guys like me. it. Well, what do, you, what do you like about Josh Barnes so much? Because you think because my boy's gone. Why are you holding Frank, this too? Frank yeah. loves Josh Palmer. 
I do he like Josh Palmer. Every deal, like he's worth heaps of shit. It's like he was a third round pick. Like, yeah, we get it. He plays with Justin Herbert. He might be bad. Every time he gets the opportunity, he gives you double digit fantasy points. Stop nibbling on the tree. I just you would have never started him. I did one week and he caught a fat touchdown. How good was that? Everybody remembers it. <laughs> did you win? I don't know, honestly. I can't remember. Oh, okay. Probably not if you were starting Josh Palmer. But <laughs> <laughs> no, on a real prank, why are you holding your draft picks? Well, like, I don't know. Get, like, what if I, what if Garrett Wilson slides to the 105 and Drake London's there at the 107? Yeah, and they help you four years from now and you can't contend anymore. Yeah, but like I don't know who else. I, you're right, but that'll be good when Zeke's no, done. no, Andy, exactly. You're yeah. not right. Do, I'm trying to replenish do... the talent, if that makes sense. Yeah. So like I've got nah, Keenan Allen. Keep doing what you're doing, Frank. Yeah, yeah. Frank, you're on fire, bro. <laughs> <laughs> trying to finish third forever. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Just want to finish top of the table every year and get rolled in the first round. Cause nah, DeAndre Hopkins, Keenan Allen, Mike Thomas, um, Ezekiel Elliott. Um, Joe Mixon. Like, what, what have I got? Do you think Mike what have I got two years? Honestly, two years. I, I need so, to replenish that talent on the starting lineup. I didn't. Uh, I didn't. I didn't get to talk about Mike Thomas in the wide receiver segment. What? What? What's all our opinions on him? Like, of, they can't. They can't come off him. Obviously, they're not. No one's going to trade for him. But what do we all realistically think about Mike Thomas? He's so Slam back. Boy. He's so back. Slant boy is back. <laughs> yeah, I, ha- I don't. I just don't like slant boy. I just can't get around it. <laughs> Recording Slant Boy again. That's so good. <laughs> was it Jalen Ramsey? No, it was the Carlton Davis. Uh, <laughs> then he hit him up it was on a good call. with the Slant Boy. It was so good. I rate yeah. My time was good. No, wasn't it the Eagles guy who actually played for the Saints? Who? Oh. Malcolm Jenkins or something? Oh, oh, oh yeah. yeah could have Didn't been. he start it? And then they had a fight in practice. That's pretty funny. I think so, yeah, because Mike Thomas loves getting into fights in practice. That's right. Yeah. When Mike Thomas is back. We know what he is. He was the wide receiver Blame seven, five, six, and one. Yeah, through his career. wide receiver three. Yeah, like like, I'm, I'm, confident. I'm confident that he's back. Uh, I'm not, I'm not, I would not have confidence. He's 28. He's only yeah, 28. Gee, that's, an old, that's an old 28. Yeah, he hasn't played in like three years. Yeah, I also don't think he wants to play. He's rested up. Saying like the the fifth round or something stupid. Uh, let me let me verify that. <laughs> yeah, it was it was the fifth round. He was supposed to be back. Remember that he's supposed to be healthy for the regular season. Then he was like, "No, nah, I'll be back then week he... three. Then it became week eight, and then he was done for the season. How yeah, funny! That that's how it went the year before that when I took him in the first round of redraft. <laughs> and time. I thought it was awesome. I thought it was awesome. <laughs> it was him or Joe Mixon. There was no winning. Yeah, good point. Good point. But, um, yeah, Mike Thomas, I'm out on him. Yeah, no, nah, fair enough. I agree. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know if you're being uh, if you're joking around or not when you say uh, Mike Thomas is awesome and he's going to be awesome because I I can't see it. I think I've got it. I've I can see him finishing as a, like a a wide receiver too. That's where I've got him. Like I don't think he's going to be a top ten receiver like he has been throughout his career, but I think he's still going to be good. 
If he, as long as he plays, if he doesn't play, obviously, then you know you'd want to be out on Mike Thomas. But when he's on the field, all he does is produce. He um gets peppered with targets, and um volume means fantasy points. What there you that? go, listeners. If Michael Thomas doesn't play, you want to be out on <laughs> <laughs> real sharp analysis. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's probably a good place to end the podcast. Um, I want to say thank you to all you guys for chiming in, um, for this episode. Um, thank you to my host as well, Andrew, Joel, and Charlene. Thanks, uh, for joining me again. Have a lovely Whoa. afternoon. You got basketball tonight, Frank. Yeah, we do. 5.30 start. Um, playing a pretty average team. We should be looking to um, hopefully get our first win of the season. I'm... I think we got our whole team back today too, which I'm hoping. Yeah, haven't heard from do... Matty Barbs. I don't know if he's going to be playing because he's like the worst. What about, what about the good Matt? The yeah, we good got good, Matt. uh, good Matt's back. As long as we got good Matt, we're a chance at any game. Like, that's how good he is. So Jeez, it's going to be really fun when you come on next week and you've lost again. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the listeners are holding out for. They want to know how. Yeah. What about, what about you and tennis, Joel? You and mom winning? Uh, actually undefeated uh, this season so far. Three and oh, we even three and oh, we even won the game that I wasn't watching because I didn't play because of the Super Bowl. How good are we? Nah, wow. I don't know who we play. I don't keep track of it. I just show up and, you know, beat who's there. It doesn't does. matter who shows up. It doesn't matter who's there. Doesn't he just wins. He doesn't look. <laughs> big, big tennis guy. Even when he doesn't show up, he wins. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't even need to show up. I think, I think, <laughs> I think Cynthia carries by the sounds of it. She might, to be fair. She's, a <laughs> She's always down at those tennis courts. Yeah. 100%. 100%. <laughs> now, enjoy your day, guys. I'll catch you next time. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Addict Dynasty podcast. Follow the podcast on Instagram at NFL Fantasy Addict. And be sure to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to make sure you don't miss a second of the action.